0: God, that is unbelievable! Well, that's just
1: scandalous. (laughs) And the
0: vicar paid? Yeah. Unreal! How does that happen? How does that happen? So exciting, honestly. 41 today, 41 today. Wow. (laughs) It's gone up a year in the last... It's gone up a year. Well, to be honest with you, I'm ageing by the minutes. You are. I could be 57 by the end of the show, who knows? No, No, not possible, is it? Not possible. (laughs) I said
1: ageing by the second. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thank you so
1: much for my present. Do you like your present? I love it. The legend lives on. The story of Steve (laughs) Allen. It's (laughs)
2: marvellous.
1: He lives, he walks. Your your (laughs) outfits are more camp than the subject matter of that DVD I bought you. (laughs) It is
0: true, actually, although he was the master. Of at Liberace and this three DVD box set, which has got him in London when he came over in '85. Mm. Uh, It's got his Valentine's special from '79 and live in Las Vegas, his show over there when he had Vince Cardell singing. and Vince Cardell. It was always... He had his boyfriend at the time driving yeah. the car on stage. Oh, right. This is the boyfriend because Liberace was not gay. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay, yeah. We have to establish that. It was his business partner, <laughs> his <laughs> driver. That's right. But,
0: in fact, he always used to say, this is my friend and social friend. <laughs> oh, look, oh, cake as, well. Look as yeah. well. How lovely. Look, did you bake that?
3: Yeah, I did that this
2: morning. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> There's <laughs> wow. a worry. That's lovely, isn't it? Oh, is that why you're staying for the cake?
2: <laughs> oh bless!
0: Oh bless! <laughs> oh how lovely! Look at and a bag and everything. I feel like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> well, I don't feel like Winnie the Pooh. You know, I mean, I just sort of... <laughs> oh look, I take the book out. Let me, wait a minute, take the book out. I've got my Libra... Look at this. I've got helmet stuff here. God, honestly, Michael Trubolski gave me a card what and what what vodka. Sorry seen what book
1: it is? Yes. This is the one we were talking about, wasn't it? It's oh. It's servant a- Emails. Yes. Oh, I must get that book because apparently it's hilarious. I'll lend it to you. Oh, thank you. Pound a day. Oh, lovely. Nothing like <laughs> trying to make some it. money on it, <laughs> isn't there? You've got to hang on to it. Oh, now, um, lovely. How now, husband, now, can I, I did, did I grab the receipt for oh, that, nice for me. that Liberace DVD, because it is tax deductible, oh, that one, and so same. I can put that through my accountant. Oh, so dear, I what, the Libera-
0: you're not going to put that through?
1: Yeah, I'm going to put that through my accountant, it's tax deductible, it's a gift for a worker. Oh, I can coulda- do that, oh, you know. dear. It doesn't work for you. I feel a bit guilty well, about it. No, no, but, but you know, it's a <laughs> co-worker. takes <The> pretty,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love marshmallows, I love marshmallows. Well, she's spreading the cards out.
1: How many cards have you got? Few. One, two, three, there must be about 50 cards there. Yeah. One for each year, I
2: was
0: going to say, but anyway. <laughs> got that right. Oh, there's another, look, we've got one here, one here. I do like to say one
2: for each person, oh,
0: is there? It's right. like a party. Oh, it's at five o'clock in the blasted morning, a party. <laughs> We're going to have marshmallows. Wow. By, by quarter past five, I'm going to be up on the ceiling. Is there any booze? Oh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, yes. <laughs> Plenty. Oh, the front. I don't look at <laughs> things, it shouts all the time. It's like being married. <laughs> it <laughs> is <like being laughs> Really is, without the facts. Forty and a little <laughs> no, bit naughty. It's just like being married <laughs> <laughs> life begins here Steve you don't look you don't look what? a day over
1: 57, a day over
0: 57. I well, mean... wonder where people get this 57 malarkey well, you from you not a day over 57 let's do lunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember the last time we did lunch <laughs> under the table, ladies and gentlemen. Let me
1: tell you, when is your birthday lunch? I'm looking forward to that. When is that? Uh, I've got two this week. Oh, have you? Both Brilliant. On Saturday. Oh, great. Well, I'm free Saturday. That's wonderful. Yeah, unfortunately, it's booked. Oh, Brighton uh, lunchtime. I'll turn up to Brighton. So I'll meet
4: you in Brighton. And yeah, in Brighton <laughs> <at> lunchtime <laughs> on saturday oh Oh. wonderful yes so
1: am i Mm. coincidentally fantastic (laughs) she's taking photos of everything isn't she she's gone she's gone david bailey
0: crackers ladies and gentlemen david bailey crackers i'm trying to think what carl could buy me for my birthday oh let's have a think on that one eh, carl (laughs) shall we let's have a think (laughs) michael tribolsi bought vodka and a card you know wow that and I got good. I got DVDs and I got a lovely book from Paul on Houdini. Oh, from yes, the Jewish wow. Museum nice. from the Jewish Museum because they've got an exhibition on in Houdini. Oh, that's, oh, that's, lovely. that's really good. lovely, isn't it? It looks really, really fantastic. So I'm I'm going to look forward to that. On the I should never get home on the train in one piece. Yeah, what well, I got socks,
1: socks as well, and a waistcoat, and oh. I quite like this thing. You know, yeah, it's birthday. I like being old. Do we have John? Do, do you want a piece of cake? No, I'm on a diet, unfortunately. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I really am. I can't. I yeah. can't have a, a slice of cake. Want a piece
0: not of cake, Carl. Look at, look, just, do you know honestly? If there's food going,
2: hmm.
0: he's like he's like a human dustbin. Yeah, like he's coming on Sunday, he's, he's round there. You know. Hmm. Is, is there any food? <laughs> is there any food? <laughs> like he's, a he's gannet, like, <laughs> he is like a gannet, and he, get, uh, he brought you food in. Yeah, I mean it's 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 like feeding him up. Yeah, not that he needs feeding up, but um, you know. Yes, exactly, or they go and raid the Johnny's not in this week, and it's his birthday as well today. Johnny's birthday. Yeah, you and Clive can go and raid it. (laughs) You can have a marshmallow. You can come and have a piece of this cake... Because, as you know, I, I shan't eat much of it. I might have a marshmallow, though.
1: Yeah, I... I, I love marshmallows. I won't be getting near that mm. myself. Didn't oh, my lovely. Regime. Paul, you noticed how much weight I'd lost, didn't I you? I have, yeah.
4: that yeah. Leather jacket is no longer straining at the buttons. Do you know what? It isn't. No. <laughs> it actually isn't. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 it's like a little extra set. So there,
2: there's
4: the knife.
0: I've already, I've already pinched... The marshmallow it off that is. side. You better go for the other side. That's Amanda's bit. That's Amanda's bit. Oh, t- mm. she'll, she'll she'll tons of it. She loves chocolate in the morning. It's <laughs> a lovely little cake. Chocolate anytime. Lovely. Where did That's the cake come cake. from? Uh, what? What? Oh, you don't want to she say? She made it. Did you make it? Yeah. You didn't. You didn't. She, she didn't make. Where did it? Oh, you don't want to say where it came from? Oh, why? <laughs> is it embarrassing? Oh, <laughs> from Tesco. <laughs> yeah, you should see the card that Paul got from Tesco. the rudest card i've ever seen i can't even show it to you
4: yes all right i was amazed
0: sorry i was so amazed i had to buy they're both nothing surprises (laughs) me anymore carl (laughs) nothing surprises me what are you doing counting them
1: he's counting the cards just so i can compare when it's my birthday (laughs) (laughs)
0: listen let me tell you (laughs) Uh. When you've been doing it as long as I have, people send them out of sympathy.
1: Now <laughs> they're not—they're just amazed actually, I'm living. A, a couple of them are in sympathy cards because they, they oh, think what? you're no longer with us. Oh, <laughs> dear.
0: It's quite actually the nice thing. It, it's like being at school. Do you remember before when you when you were at school? No, you cast your mind back to it, <laughs> and 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 all of a sudden you used to share your birthday with the class, and so people would bring. Hmm. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yes. Isn't there, Didn't there, you didn't you do that at school? Trinian. <laughs> yes. He's absolutely counting he's seriously counting the cards. Yeah, he is. Hmm. Plus the fifty eight. Fifty eight cards. Plus the yeah, ones plus, there. yeah, one fifty eight, 60 sixty one. Sixty one appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> <How> appropriate. <laughs> that
1: is so cruel. That is so so cruel. It's nice though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's And I've got loads of um. Look, I've got all these e-ma- birthday emails. The emails as
1: well. Think of all the rainforests and the trees that have died. Oh, fuck. Honestly. <laughs> <to say. laughs> Carl's currently chomping
0: his way through cake, which right, is lovely.
1: This is a wonderful. This... Have there been it's a bit uh... sweet,
0: is it? How
2: yeah. Did... Well, I'll complain
0: to a man, think of it. You know, Carl is a typical student. He's absolutely typical student. If there's food around there, you know, day old pizza, anything, you know, old Chinese, he'll eat it. He'll eat it. He loves his food, actually. Um, thank you very much indeed to Susan from Warwickshire, who's given me a, a book on London theatres. Oh, lovely. Which is, I haven't opened it yet, because I've got. Uh, I won't be able to open it, so I I'm like a kid trying to open a present. Can you can't open it You can now and everything.
2: <laughs> go yeah. oh, no,
0: there there we go. oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's easy when you can hold your teeth in your hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That's nice, isn't it? That's beautiful. Theatres in London. Illustrated Companion. It's not even a book, it's a companion. Please return to Hailsham (laughs) Library as soon as (laughs) Lovely, thank you. (laughs) 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 Oh lovely. That's that's really nice. That's cool, some lovely books. You've done well. Lovely i I've not done bad. No. Not not done bad. Uh, right, so um, when can I come round and watch your Liberace DVD? Any with time
0: you? you want. Oh, that's brilliant. Any time Can't you want, wait. just give me a ring.
1: Yeah, lovely. Pop round. Uh, every time I try your number, though, it doesn't seem to work. Does it not? A you, with it,
0: I think.
4: you do have the right number, don't you? I'm sure. Yeah,
0: I
1: changed a digit yeah. at the end.
4: Yeah, yeah and uh, well, that's good. Be, you know, you have to be in costume for it. Oh really? <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yes. The thi- the theme this week is naughty nurses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant Liberace. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, honestly. We've done our best. Great to see you, though.
1: Yes, and you.
0: Thank you very much indeed. You were right about the to talk about the reactors in live. Tokyo. Oh, yes. Because number two three. reactor or three, three reactor, the water has drained out of it, so they've now brought in the Chinooks to drop water on it.
1: That's all with all the spent fuel.
0: Yes. And okay. now it gets to the dangerous situation, situation. I think.
1: Well, but mm. the Foreign Office, as I was saying, uh, are saying to people that they should consider leaving, which is a little bit woolly. I thought I mean, they were saying you should leave. No, they were saying you should, the statement is, you should consider leaving Tokyo, which no. is a bit like, well, should they or shouldn't they? That <laughs> covers them, doesn't it, yeah. I suppose? so that it's their decision now. Because Elliot's over office? in Tokyo. Yes, and also we just spoke to Simon as well, and he was saying, well, we don't really know what to do, because we rung the Foreign Office, and the Foreign Office have said, well... You should consider leaving. And they said, "Well, should we?" be speaking to you from the airport. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Saying,
1: well, we don't know. Oh, right. So, um, Colleen's not on the front of the Daily Mirror this morning, but they and put go, a you horse. You know why? They put a horse on instead.
0: <laughs> yes, there's a horse on. And Kelly Brook's pregnant. Yes. Been going out with somebody for a little while, and uh,
4: obviously not using protection, so she's pregnant. <laughs> there's that, a, <laughs> there's a great website that I found called Sarah Jessica Parker Looks Like a Horse Oh, really? And, and there's <laughs> Pictures of Sarah Jessica Parker and comparable pictures with horses next to them. Horses. That's
1: so cruel. It's true, but I've always thought that Selene Dion resembles an Afghan hound. Yes,
0: I agree. (laughs) She's
1: thin. She is thin. As thin people
0: go, she's a thinny. Let me tell you.
1: Well, thank you, and I know that you brought that up whilst talking to me, so I can only presume that was the connection. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Have a lovely day.
1: me. I gave you a present. You can't. No,
0: absolutely not. Till you walk out the door, (laughs) don't turn around now. Because you're not welcome anymore. Please don't sing.
1: Okay.
0: Bless you. <laughs> Lovely to see you. Lovely to
1: see you. Thank you. Lunch on Saturday. Yes. Thank That's you so brightened. much for the DVDs. It's
0: Get them up on eBay as quick as possible. And see if we can make some money out of this today. <laughs> the cake was nice. We've had the cake. We've got Paul, we've got uh, you, well, I hope we've got you as well, and uh, we've got the cards. In fact, all we need to do is break open the vodka, and we're, we're just about there, I think. Good idea. But, uh, Susan, thank you very much. Thank you to everybody, incidentally, for all the cards. I shall try and get round to everybody as the programme goes through. It's going to be quite, quite unlikely. Paul in Lower Sunbury, thank you very much indeed. Very naughty. And, uh, and the lovely book on Houdini, I mean, that really is nice. When he came in with a book from the Jewish Museum, I thought, <laughs> what have you been buying in the Jewish Museum? The Houdini book, because he was Jewish. It's a re- lovely thing. I've never seen it before. So, magicians everywhere, a lot of jealousy. Quarter past five is the time. <laughs> These are the headlines. Seriously consider leaving Tokyo, is the message from the Foreign Office, as radiation continues to leak from the nuclear power station. Helicopters are being used to put water on the reactor to try and keep it cool. It's hard to tell if it's working. Prince William's in New Zealand for a tour of areas hit by the earthquake there last month. He's travelling on behalf of the Queen on his second official trip to the country. And the dress which helped Kate Middleton catch Prince William's eye while they were at university is auctioned later. Kate wore it at a charity fashion show in 2002. It could sell for £8,000. Let's have a check on the roads for you this morning. It's Jay Louise.
1: Thank you very much, Stephen. A very happy birthday. It's
4: O'Brien this morning from 10. (laughs)
0: Eighteen <laughs> minutes past five is uh, the time. It's St Patrick's Day, so happy St Patrick's Day to uh, to everybody who is celebrating today. I'm celebrating today. Paul uh, Savory is with us in the studio. Good morning. Have we taken this long to get round <laughs> you? Was. I'm so,
4: <laughs> so <clears> sorry. sorry. No, no, no. I thought you forgot my surname <laughs> <laughs> no, I had remembered actually okay. I don't know where to begin More this vodka? morning <laughs> vodka actually strange
0: enough, yesterday we got sent in some some Irish goodies mm-hmm. and uh, we got sent in some porridge, which was delicious, bar of chocolate and some green tea bags and a little whiskey a little <laughs> bottle of whiskey mm-hmm. and at seven thirty yesterday morning, I said, Do you know I've, wonder what a whiskey tastes like in the coffee here so I come downstairs and I get the I get the <laughs> cup of coffee and I take it back up there to get says and and I I open the um the top of, and I thought no I can't pour whiskey in, not at seven thirty in the morning that would just be stupid so when James O'Brien came and I was explaining to him about the whiskey he said well oh, that's nice he said you didn't put whiskey in the coffee did you I said no he said good I felt a bit awful about it. And as far as I know, it's still sitting upstairs. But when I came in this morning, I can't see it. So somebody's drunk it. (laughs) Which is quite nice. Let me see who
4: goes into the cupboard. Yeah. Am I
0: reading? Wait a minute. I thought I'd signed on here, actually. But I seem to have Christo's mailbox up here. I thought I signed on myself. Sorry, send out an... Oh, Oh, I could send out email. Oh, that's a point. I never thought about that. I just wondered. I'm just about to open it thinking, wait a minute. That looks a bit strange. So I seem to have the wrong thing on. So what we'll do, we'll have to log off and we'll sort of log on in again and we'll do that. Paul,
4: Steve, (laughs) save me from this. (laughs) I will while you're doing this. A commemorative mug bought out to celebrate the royal wedding has one slight flaw. It's got the wrong prints on it. Being out from the side of the mug alongside Kate Middleton is her future brother-in-law, Prince Harry. On the back, the inscription reads, A fairy tale romantic union of all the centuries, 29th of April, 2011. It's not clear whether it's a gaffe, a deliberate spoof, or a very clever marketing ploy. The mug, supposedly designed by a Chinese firm from Guangdong Enterprises, can be purchased for 9 99 plus postage and packaging. Crafted in the finest bone china, it features an exquisite design of the happy couple with ornate gold detailing to honour this great moment in history, the company boasts on its website. Please be our guests and own this esteemed limited edition heirloom to celebrate with your work associates, friends, family and loved ones on the 29th of April. The company adds, hopefully... You're welcome to purchase now to avoid disappointment and regret. The small print states the firm's products are not supplied to or approved by Prince William of Wales, Kate Middleton or any other member of the royal family. The St James's Palace spokesman admitted he was aware of the unusual piece of memorabilia but declined to comment. So it's not even approved? No.
2: Is it? How do we know if stuff nice, is, is
0: approved? Because just up the road from here, there's a gift shop, and they've got loads of William and Kate mm. plates in there for about £14. And I thought, are these approved, or is it knock-off stuff?
4: Well, well, it's not really knock-off. Is no, but is, but is it, it just people it, cashing in? It, it, if it's approved, it would say official. Or look for, for big names on the back. You know, the uh, the Royal Soden, Daltons and that kind Dalton. of thing of the word. Yeah. Yes, Right.
0: Because it, it's very difficult to tell. Um... <laughs> what's a
4: knock and what's not.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love opening all these cars, I tell you. This is quite exciting. I'm just I'm waiting for the all first day. I could be here all day, actually. Especially one here. Happy birthday to you. Oh, i always got a picture of a bus as well. A former LT trolley bus from a Manchester listener who says, also 57. I don't know where we're getting this 57 malarkey yeah, from. me
4: neither.
0: But I tell you, it's not Right. You know, because if if I was 57, it means I would have been born in 1954, he said off the top of his head, trying to guess what year it would have been. <laughs> and I certainly don't sound like a child of the 50s. Certainly not. Certainly not. It's a state of mind, though, isn't it? I think so. It is a state of my mind this morning, I have no, to no, be honest. No. But people are very kind, so thank you very much indeed. Uh-huh. And uh, and Johnny, as well, sent me in a card, bless his heart. Bless this is his heart. This is happy Johnny. Birthday to yes, Johnny happy as birthday, well. Johnny. I'm going to send him a text message in a minute because we both celebrate exactly the same. It's so funny, because we're almost identical.
4: Yes. Strange, isn't it?
0: Strange, that. Could be mistaken for brothers. <laughs> have you seen his brother? Yes. So he, he came down to one of the shows, didn't he? Yes, he his did. His brother's sickeningly good-looking. Uh, Kathy and Bridie, happy 40th, and they're putting brackets, yeah, right, quite clearly a bunch of disbelievers out here this morning. <laughs> Hope you have as much fun today as we did at your mermaid show. Well, that's because we all know you're 38 today. <laughs> I love they say the mermaid show. It makes it sound like I'm doing an Esther Williams thing, doesn't it? <laughs> As I dive on from the top board. Or the Bet Midler thing on a I'm on really a wheelchair. Busy. You're going to be busy today, aren't I you, Poppets? I love this one. I oh, is like this really this lovely? Thing. Oh right. I think this day, your birthday, is this is from from Dave Berry. Am I allowed to Yeah? Yeah, read it From out. Dave Berry. This is Dave Barry, who, you know, does uh, XFM's breakfast show. He says, I think this day, your birthday, is the perfect time to finally and openly express the joy I used to get seeing your handsome face every morning while I grappled with the early starts. But now I've moved studios, all I have are the memories of you critiquing my clothes and bringing me fresh strawberries. (laughs) He says, at least I get to hear your wonderful speaking voice on the way into the XFM breakfast show, as it seems clear that every cab driver in London is as smitten with you as I am. Have a wonderful birthday, you talk radio legend, you. Lots of love, Dave. Uh He says, P.S. I swear your producer Amanda is getting sexier every day. Tell her I say hi. She'll know what it means. means. Well, does that mean something? Oh, dear. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much indeed. It's very nice, isn't it? Very lovely. People are very... Cu- I'm sorry to do this for one one day in the year to you all, but, you know, you're going to have to suffer with it, I'm afraid. <laughs> she <laughs> suffered with it. John in Tadworth. Uh, Sue says, if you're celebrating tonight, can you do a goulash? A goulash? A goulash. God, I quite fancy a goulash. We've had a lot of trouble getting goulash. Uh, John the Cabby is in South London. Maria's in New Barnet. She's 59, the same age... What is it with this 50-something malarkey? Will you stop it? Now we've gone up to 59. <laughs> Paul is in the posh end of Weybridge. He said, I, I think you're funny. I'm glad you've got a face for radio. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice. Gary Bushel said that as well. Anastasia in Teddington, she says, and as I'm Irish, happy St Patrick's Day. Kevin the Milkman says, happy birthday to you. You may have hit the big four-zero, but you still look 22. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> See
4: they can't
0: win, can they? <laughs> I don't believe anybody this morning, I really don't. Tommy in Twickenham. Thank you, Tommy. Alison and Jay from Crawley. We share this day as it's our twenty seventh wedding anniversary. Good lord. Isn't that nice. It's very good. John in Kilburn. And uh, Maria in Croydon says carry on bitching. Uh, Tony says today, forty today, forty day, he's a birthday boy, been forty five times before. <laughs> Dear, honestly. Outrageous. Uh, Don't overdo the jelly babies. Uh, The collar hands. And uh, my favourite PC from Charing Cross Police Station says you still entertain me every day when I listen to the podcast after a a stressful day at work. Mm. Has been very stressful recently, hasn't it? Uh, Michelle, thank you. Uh, Mike in Epsom. Helen in Harrow. Renata. John in Bermondsey says don't forget to collect your bus pass. (gasps) Just worse. (laughs) This is outrageous behaviour. Esther says, happy 60th. Happy <laughs> 60th? <laughs> and he started at 39. Have you
4: Wiki lately? Sorry? It's like you're 60, does it, on Wikipedia. 72 I was the other day, oh, apparently, you? yes. Well, I was 83. 83? 83. 83. Yeah, but I can understand I that. Like <laughs> I,
0: really. uh, one from Graham in Brentwood says, congratulations on reaching the big 4 zero. You see, a bit of sense coming in there well, from Brentwood. The and, and, um, and one says, oh, this is hi, hi Christo, sorry to text you again. We don't know what that's crept in again. I'm more impressed with, with Dave Berry's, actually. I'm going to keep that and have it framed just in case, you know, it becomes a court case uh, later. <laughs> 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 Professing undying love. I do like Dave Berry, actually. I do like him a lot, actually. And I only see him every so often because we have to go through XFM's studios because they, they've moved. And uh, we have to go past their desks. So we get them and Choice to go down to where we record our, um, our little In Conversations. Yes. He's sickening. He's, he's so slim. He's seriously slim. I mean, I find it dreadfully depressing that somebody is that slim. Mind you, one of these days, I'll be that slim. Mm. I fear it's after I've died. <laughs> I don't think it'll be when I'm alive, will it? Uh, oh. June in Seven Oaks, Nat's Valley. That sounds a bit nice, isn't it? Nat's Valley. ever heard of that? I wouldn't drink their no milk. <laughs> and she says, um, I wonder if you ever received the Las Vegas calendar I sent you before Christmas. Yes, absolutely. And do you know what I've lost? When I was in Vegas, I bought a load of cards that you sent, like birthday cards. And when you yes. open them up, the whole thing all lights up and all the lights twinkle on the signs. They're really... Co- I've lost them. I can't find the blooming things, which is a bit annoying, but never mind. Um, should we take a short break? We'll, we'll take a break and then Paul will... I think we have to. We have to take a break, actually, cause I've got, we're never going to get around to all of these cards today. And I suspect that the text will probably go quite... For one day, you know, we're all entitled to do it. And if you're celebrating your birthday... Uh, like Joey's and uh, Johnny, and you're not celebrating just yet, are you? No. When's April? Yours? April. It's not that far.
4: A- it's not that far away. No, I know I'm away for it. Though. Oh, are you? Yeah.
0: We'll still do it here. We'll still do it here. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll still do <laughs> it. Fantastic. That'll be quite nice. So anybody else celebrating their birthday today, and all the people for St Patrick's Day, I wish you uh, a really, really good day today. Because ours is going quite well, and it's only half past five. This is LBC. Morning, everybody. 28 minutes to uh, six, St. Patrick's Day. Sylvia and Wendy are Hanwell fans. Thank you very much, and thank you to listen to every... I I might not get round. In fact, there's a very good possibility that I won't get round to thanking every single one of you individually for the uh, cards. But, I mean, I think it's a record amount of cards. Christo's standing there counting them all out, and it is a lot of cards. Thank you very much indeed. It's very, very nice indeed, and very... uh, it's very pleasing after you know the three years that I've been in the business that uh, still people care and write in. Some people saying I've been listening to you since you
4: started, which of course is a little bit of a worry. Mm. <laughs> and then there's Jan at the Queen's who's in a taxi. Yes, at Jan moment, from the Queen's on the way to the airport. She's going to New York <laughs> with three friends, and they've never heard the show before. She didn't say anything else after that, did she? No. <laughs> okay. no what is this? enjoying it, apparently. Oh,
0: good. Listen, have a I night. What, what time will they be getting the flight, then? Is that the first oh, flight out?
4: Let me see, 5.30 now. They're probably on about a 7.30. 7.30 I mean, flight. 7.30, o'clock flight. The nice thing is you can go to sleep. You can go to sleep
0: on the flight. The worst thing is, at the moment, over in Japan, after the tsunami mm.
4: and the nuclear reactor, they've got snow. I know. Really heavy snow. What else can be thrown at them? And not to make light of the subject... Did you see the emperor on television yesterday? Yeah, the, the Japan's emperor? Yes. Yes.
0: Now, somebody had written to me the day before saying, why has the emperor not said anything? And no. I said, normally, the emperor doesn't. They keep a low profile. That's right.
4: There is a picture of him in the paper yeah. today. I'm not making light of the situation at all. Please don't think that. But don't you think his head looks a bit big for his body? Do yes. you think it looks like it's stuck yes. on? Yes, yes. He's 77.
0: Is he? He's 77. He's 77. And they they don't come out and say anything. You're right. It does look a bit strange. I saw him coming out to do the speech. It's a very unusual thing. On television, it
4: looked even more exaggerated than that. And I had texts about it. Oh,
0: right. But even even our royal family here will actually sort of come out and do things after a little bit of prompting. Oh, sorry, dear. Just a few of them now. A few more texts coming in. It's only for one day, don't It'll have died out by tomorrow. Oh, bless your heart. Mm-hmm. Let's all have a celebratory cup of coffee. <laughs> That's
4: actually, all we're going to get.
0: quite honest, I mean, I think we should crack open Michael Tribolti's vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually done... I'll tell a lie. I have done a programme on alcohol, but not at this time of the morning.
2: all right? It's
0: a bit see-through, that top, isn't it? Just like mention it. I
2: have got another top on
0: underneath. Yeah, thank goodness yes, for that. out. me too. I mean, you're not working the burlesque show later, are you, over the road or something? You're not going to be doing <laughs> anything with, with tassels, because Roger Foss is... Oh! Oh! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, she's coming, Nathan. She's coming. <laughs> this is our standing joke on a Thursday on the programme. Let's have a cup of coffee. Let's sit down. Let's. Sort of, oh, <laughs> we've forgotten to phone Nathan. And <laughs> he's sitting there with his party hat on and everything. He will be. Thank you, incidentally, to Eric, who's written me in uh, a lovely letter about Frank Matcham. Uh, thank you so much indeed for that, actually. And uh, he said, I want to know... It's a, a theatre that he's trying to, to trace, actually. I'll see if I can find it. The, I'll tell you now, Eric, the internet is a fantastic thing. He's 68, and uh, he says, I used to love going to the theatre, and um, it was originally called the Hippodrome in South End. My mum and dad remembered seeing variety shows there with show artists. This is probably the 1930s. Um, so, the Hippodrome in... South End. Now I tell you where you'll f- find that. Actually, that might be on that website that we've looked at before. He thinks. He says uh, Friday night. At the, he says I still remember in the early fifties. Dad took me Friday night to the uh, to the pictures. Endless stairs climbing up to the gallery, and he said the place was awe-inspiring. And he became a member mm. of the GB Club. So, theatres... That, oh, I get this on my thing as well. Is this... Now, which website... Oh, you've got Arthur Lloyd. Yeah, it, it, it became the Gaumont, I think. Ah, that's what he says here. He thinks it became the Gaumont. Yes. It's so... Is it still there? Oh, is that it there? <laughs> is it? Is it now become the Palace? No.
4: Because
0: he actually yeah, thinks yeah. it was... It was South Church Road. Originally mm. called the Hippodrome in South End... I'm looking at some um of the Westcliff Palace Theatre South End. And I'm not sure if this is a I don't know if it's Frank Matcham or not. If anybody down there can help me, it would be very useful. Palace Theatre and Dixon Street No, that's London Road. This this one uh, wasn't London Road. South Church Road. There we is are the one.
4: South Church Road. Ah. Later the Gaumont Cinema.
0: Oh it's it's gone. Paul, talking to your microphone, Sorry, You've moved it away. Uh, move, move the picture down again. It's gone. It's, uh, I'll tell you what it is now. It's, um, it's, uh, it's yeah, to let. It's to let. But Looks they, like
4: it was a pub or a restaurant.
0: Yeah, but they've actually pulled it down. It's been, been replaced completely by another building, I'm afraid. So it was the Hippodrome Theatre for South Church Road, Southend-on-Sea, later the Gaumont later the Gaumont. So there you go. So uh, no, now you know. In
4: 1958, so it's been gone for a long time. Long time. Long time.
0: But uh, there you go, Eric. We aim to please on this programme, and we're pleased to aim straight for Nathan Morley in Cyprus. Morning, Nathan. Good morning, Steve.
2: Yeah, good morning. Paul, as good well. Good morning. Are you well? Good morning. Very well, thank you, folks. Um, 1958 was a long time ago didn't it? Yes, yes, it was. Can you yes. imagine being born around that time?
0: Uh, heavens above, no.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine that, <laughs> no. having that on your passport as uh, born in the 1950s, Steve?
0: Oh, I'd have it tipexed out straight away.
2: <laughs> tipexed out. <laughs> well, I'd be out there with would. a little
0: sticker over the top and I'd be gluing hair onto the top of my
2: head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK, enough of the hair talk. Uh, no, exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> enough of that. Oh, well,
0: happy birthday, then. Thank you. Well, what? Uh, I was going to have to ask you first, what's your weather like today?
2: It's uh, actually a little, a little chilly breeze this morning, but in an hour or so, it's going to be glorious.
0: Yeah. We- be we've lovely. had odd weather around here. Yesterday was going to be sunny, turned out to be overcast. Uh-huh. And um, today, I don't know what the forecast is going to be. I just have to find it in a, in a moment, actually, and just, mm. and just see if it's going to be anything interesting.
2: We've had a, um, our... our... Spring or uh, early summer has started now. Uh, we had dreadful weather, as you remember. I think we even had dreadful weather last week when I was talking yes, to you. Yeah. And suddenly it seems to have uh, cleared up. We have 23 degrees yesterday. Nice warm, nice warm, That's nice. Um, nice warm uh, day, and today looks set to be the same. Still not swimming weather though. But uh, well, not, yeah, but you're,
0: you're all right. You, you have your own pool, don't you? I mean, for poor old Dean out at Lord Kitchener, he has to use the ocean.
2: Yeah, he, oh, does you really? Well, he yeah. well, I mean, he needs he needs uh, to knock a pool in the back garden there.
0: Yeah, although he does say, if, if you think you're thinking of going down, he's got some fresh squid on the menu today.
2: Fresh? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I I do like I do like calamari. It's uh, yeah. you know fresh squid.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, but
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I kill mine with lemon, you know, oh. and I shouldn't. You, you know the way to eat calamari. You fry the, the calamari. It's mm. delicious with a kind of Oof. crispy coat. <laughs> and I always put too much lemon on. Uh. Fresh lemon. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I've been told I should cut down on that. But I think lemon's very good for you. I've
0: never eaten squid.
2: Oh, you should. You'd no, like
0: it. No, no. It like just doesn't interest delicious. me in the slightest. I, I look at it and I think, no. I found it in a bowl of soup once in a Chinese restaurant. A I sort of looked at it. No, It, it had its little tentacles oh, it was in there. Swimming yeah. around, was it? Swimming around, yes. You know, not that your <laughs> backstroke. You know, squirting the little sort of jet of water up in the air. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I thought to myself, that's novel, isn't it? And I couldn't touch it. It, p- it put me off the whole thing.
2: Oh, no, just pop it in your mouth and Ooh, give it no, a, it's a it's chewy. chew. It's chewy, isn't it? No. Uh, yes, they are chewy, but <laughs> if, if they're well fried, they're, yeah. they're, they're actually quite tender. <laughs> no, that's what, what I, I was
4: going to th- say. If it's fresh, it's not.
0: Um, yeah, I still couldn't eat it. I'm, I'm, there are certain things I could probably go for, and that would not be one of them, I'm afraid.
2: Right. Well, uh, that's your Cyprus experience, mm. uh, you know, or, or already canned before it starts. Yes.
0: I'm waiting for the producer to put her ha- hands in her ears. Bef- Why? i I mention the next bit, because the, it's the story of the Thomas Cook plane that had oh, the, cri- the rat <laughs> on board.
2: <laughs> she hates things that. Oh, I like, like this. That. I like this story, you know, because most of the stories we do when we touch on Cyprus, uh, because, you know, we have kind of barren news weeks uh, where nothing happens at all. Well, this one uh, made the headlines. And it's it's not that there's a lack of stuff going on, but uh, a Thomas Cook plane, uh, because they fly regular service with British tourists here, had to be checked thoroughly over the weekend uh, at one of our local airports because a rat was spotted in the cockpit halfway through the flight from Gatwick to here. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that on the buses where they, sp- they put spiders in the uh, <laughs> the women drivers and, and the, the women drivers can't <laughs> concentrate. Just imagine the, the two pilots, oh, you know, uh, panicking it's it's <laughs> 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 if, if,
0: if, if there's no it's room funny. in those cockpits and a rat appears. I'd have thrown <laughs> myself through the window.
2: <laughs> well, the fears yeah. were she would anyway,
0: throw herself and... out. Yeah. <laughs> she hates things like that. She's terri- I'm not allowed to mention mice or anything like that in the studio. Oh,
4: mice are alright. Uh, well, it's probably somebody from Essex that had it as a pet, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it had already been checked, hadn't it? Well, it had been. They, 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 well, obviously, there's not much they could do halfway between London and Cyprus, uh, and the, the, the pilots became quite concerned. Now, I hadn't realised this, uh, but it's not unusual for, for rats to chew through wires on a plane. Really? So, what happened? The plane got here, and yeah. it wasn't a simple uh, case of, oh, we had a rat on board and everybody has a laugh. A team of technicians had to go and check all of the cabling uh, because it has been said, and I don't know whether this is true, I'm sure somebody listening to your show will know, rats have been responsible for some fa- fairly serious damage to aircraft. Mm. But they didn't find it. Uh, the plane was grounded for 24 hours. And they said, "Well, we're not going to get this rat." And they all hopped back on and went home again. So there you go. And the rat on me playing. Actually, strangely enough,
0: it, We used to have a hamster many years ago. Uh, it's not quite as big as a rat, and it, it was quite no. sweet. And uh, we used to let it out of a night time uh, just to no. run around the kitchen, so it could have what we have a little bit of exercise. And, uh, and, and it always used to disappear behind the cooker. And it would go... it obviously like little dark, sort of, you know, gloomy places. And it would go behind was the washing good. machine and, and pop out. Ah. Until one day, my mother turned on the washing machine. There was a bang and a puff of smoke and all the lights went ah. out. Because it had chewed through the cable at the back of the washing machine. Yeah, uh, they So they all like- do it because I think it's... And I used to like stripping cable with my teeth. Yeah, But <laughs> I, mean, I didn't do it professionally or nothing like
4: that. You know,
0: I I'm just going tri- now. <laughs>
2: I'll
0: yeah. talk to you another time. Did you, it was quite normal. You know, you, if didn't you were the doing it
4: underneath the washing machine. Did you? I no,
0: no, but I mean, if, if if I was wiring a plug up, I'd strip the cable back and then I'd bite the the plastic bits off and then twist the. Oh, um, me
4: too. Yeah. See. Oh, well, I, you, you, I made a right thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> The other day, well, no, the other week actually. Now, uh, so I, I am being, you know, Victor Meldrew. when I'm not in the right mood. I bought a new washing machine. They installed it. It's very nice and it's a bargain price. So, uh, the first week it's fine. I, it's a man washing machine. I can actually operate it with, you know, oh, ease. Start, <laughs> stop, etc. Four or five days into it, I hear this. And I look in the washing machine, and there's something sticking out in the bowl of it. You know, the metal bowl, yeah. of the disc. And, it's a, and I said, "Well, oh, this is this is quite clearly defective." There's some metal stick. Anyway, I caused a great big fuss, and they came round and said, uh, "Mr. Morley, that's a part of your wife's bra." Oh. And they said, "This is one of the most common things." As if I was a complete idiot. <laughs> it's one of the common <laughs> things. <laughs> and it fallen and, and off? Yeah, apparently, and I didn't know this, women's bras are responsible for damaging washing machines the world over. So there you go. Because bits I fall off. I told my off. wife she has to... Huh? Because bits fall off them. You know, the under... The under part of... It's a, like a la, metal... La, la, strip. La, 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 la,
4: scaffolding la. part. The scaffolding bits,
2: yeah. The scaffolding, that's it, Paul. The scaffolding of the bra. <gasps> Bizarre! I know. So there you go. Oh, dear me. Well, uh, it's anyway. all right. Yeah, well, look, they pulled it out... And, and you know, I was hoping for them to um, to look like the tits. I look like it. You know, like, <laughs> as if, I mean, why didn't I know that women's bras are responsible for a huge amount of destruction to washing machines the world over?
0: I don't know. Also, um, money in pockets. 10p pieces are responsible for more washing machines because what happens is the money goes in, it spins, it pushes it into the outlet pipe and it acts like a little door. So sometimes the machines don't drain and you get people yeah. going, it won't drain, it won't drain. You go, well, either all the fluff has clogged up your little thing at the bottom or failing that, you've got a coin stuck in it.
2: Yeah, Which but is a always check thing. the little rubber bit by the door and you'll find some coins.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Nathan, we've got to leave it there.
2: Well, happy birthday, um, and have a super day, and uh, good to hear you as well, Paul. I'm glad to hear you're well again.
0: Thank you. You too, Nathan. (laughs) All right. Talk to you next week.
2: Take care, fellas. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Lovely Nathan Morley
0: uh, over there in Cyprus, 14 to 6. These are the headlines. British residents are being urged to consider leaving Tokyo amid growing fears over the damaged nuclear plant at Fukushima. America's reportedly sending chartered aircraft to evacuate its citizens. Meanwhile, the government is to charter planes to help evacuate British citizens who want to leave Bahrain. The Foreign Office is urging people to leave the Gulf state on commercial flights today. And Prince William's touring Christchurch in New Zealand, surveying the damage caused by last month's earthquake. William will also visit the Australian states of Queensland and Victoria, which have both been hit by severe flooding. Let's have a check on the roads for you this morning, being Thursday. Jay Louise. Thank you very
4: much, Steve. Good morning, Matt. Is
0: available now. Morning, Everett. We're playing through the cards this morning. In fact, it's now become a joint effort. Oh, it's nice picture of London because we saw the. It's from Alex, Philip, and Margaret in Earlsfield. We had a look at when we went up on the London Eye uh, the other week with Haley Westerner. We got great pictures. It's
4: ever so high. Name
0: dropper. <laughs> what Haley Westerner or the London Eye? Both. Oh right, both. And um, this is from from G, who says uh, love to Paul, uh, John, and Paul. Thank and you. I showed you the picture I, of Noreen. Yes. <laughs> Which she did tell me about that at the, uh, at the Mermaid. She had mentioned it. Yes, she did. At The Mermaid. Uh, what? Oh, I'm getting round to I can't, can't move any quicker with these things. Very, right. Uh, Rachel says, today's my eighth birthday, working for London Underground. Rachel's a driver on the Northern Line. Do you know, I'd love to drive a train. Love to drive a train, Rachel. Uh, Brian in Hampton and Iris in Teddington say, may the corks start popping soon. I do ho- hope not. It's taken long enough to put them in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Lorraine has got a daughter, Rebecca, who's going to Great Ormond Street this morning for a minor operation. No problem there. No problem there. Easy peasy lemon squeezy at Great Ormond Street. Uh, Pauline Walworth Woolworth says, if you were born the year I think you were, you're a Wednesday's child. Do you know, I've got no idea what day I was born on. You know, some people know the time and the day. And I mean, I could probably find out being the 17th of March. Yeah, I could probably find out
4: now. But the time, I wouldn't know. I only know what day I was born on, because I was born on Good Friday. What does that tell you? Don't know. Yeah, what what do you think it's telling well, me? What happened on Good
0: Friday? <laughs> don't know. Oh, right. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> oh, right. Happy birthday, Steve. Being 57 isn't too bad, says Maggie. What is going on here? I don't... Listen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, happy 40th, says Lynn. And says, uh, and remember, the great William Shakespeare also shared your concerns. Tubby or not tubby? Fat is the question. Oh. Thank you. It's an old one. Re in Primrose Hill. Ray in Barkingside says, Hope you heal soon. What was it like in, in your days? <laughs> Very bitter. Very bitter. Diner in Richmond says, uh, hope your uh, your card arrived today. My dear friend Patricia celebrates her one hundred and fifth birthday today. She's the oldest resident at the Star and Garter Home on Richmond Hill. It's nice, marvellous, one hundred and five uh, and one here. We're photographers in Reading, Steve. You make our days start with a smile. Thank you, Jackie and Lewis in Hornchurch. Oh, Hornchurch. You see, we're back to Jan again for Hornchurch. Jason, Notting Hill, says, uh, returns. You never change. Keep up the good work. Claire says, "I hope the sun shines. You have a lovely day. Thank you, Claire." Jenny said, "Mine was last Friday, and I'm still celebrating birthday. That is, and uh, it was a Wednesday. I'm a Wednesday's child. That means I'm full of woe. Was it M- Monday's child is fair of face? Tuesday's child full, full of, of grace. grace. Wednesday's child is full of woe. Thursday's child has far oh, to go. So, yes. Friday's child is loving, is loving and, and, and giving.
4: giving. Is true, of course.
0: Yeah. Saturday's child." works hard for its living, but a child that is born on, the sun. on Sunday is special because, because everybody hates them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were the ones, so I'm full of woe. Oh, woe is me. Bill <laughs> in Stratford says, been listening for hundreds of years. Uh, Amanda's looking after you well today. Yes, yeah, she is. She's remembered most things. Uh, you know, which in itself is a bit of an achievement. Uh, Jim in Walthamstow says, happy 37th. That's the way to go, Jim. That's the way to go. Linda in Wigan. Have a good day. And, uh, and somebody says, Steve, 40 again. Thank God radio doesn't come in HD.
4: <gasps>
0: well, that's a bit <laughs> that's a bit hurtful, isn't it? A little bit hurtful. I don't mind, actually. But Chris and Bill say you're 48 plus VAT. Oh, actually, oh, no, I'm not. That's at 20% oh, now. No, 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 no.
4: <laughs> actually, you're <laughs> not far off. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but you take it away, of course. Of course you not. take
0: away. You never yes. add on. Mm. Graham in Weybridge says, my, my granny was 57 once for a whole year... <laughs> very <laughs> cruel people and uh, Jess says have you got your big Guinness hat on and your clogs to do the river dance Simona says you're simply the best and uh, Anne is my second biggest fan in Briglington says uh, I got an eight month old kitten on the 17th of November from the RSPCA I counted back eight months and who does Timothy Kitten share his birthday with
2: you <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you June in Hendon many thanks for years of happy hours of listening Debbie in Richmond says, I drive through Twickenham every day, to and from work, looking out for you. Are you pushing the boat out with Brussels sprout dinner? Not today. No, Saturday might be doing Brussels In fact, it's a very good, good reason for doing Brussels sprouts on Saturday. Uh, Meb says, uh, have a great day with your Freedom Pass, which is on the way. They're so bitter. Nicky Ipswich, Chris, uh, Steve on Whitney and Andy as well. Thank you very much indeed. And Erica says, you make my mornings. Steve nice, Allen. There used to be a, a jingle that you used to have on Capital with Michael Aspel. Do you remember? Michael yes. Aspel makes your morning, Michael Aspel. It's a bit like this one, because this is early breakfast. And, uh, Paul, you're very naughty. Why? Not not you. This oh, is right. Paul here Sorry. in Lower Sunbury, because he sent me a <laughs> gift voucher, which is very naughty. Very naughty. Very lovely. It's for MS. <laughs> Look at the next door. She always, she always enjoys birthdays and things like that. She, she started telling fibs. She comes in and she'll go... Do you know, I was walking past your cupboard the other day, she goes, and do you know, the Toffee Crisp just opened flew up the wrapper and flew out and attacked her, and so she had to eat it. <laughs> you know, like I believe that so, kind of story. It was, it was reasonable. It was to committing suicide. <laughs> uh, Anne O'Farrell. Oh. Hi, Anne. She's from Shepherd's Bush. She's a good Irish girl. And uh, we've got loads of those as well. Merle in New Malden. Thank you. Remember the, the, um, the cat with the tablet the other day? So funny. And a lovely card which celebrates. Uh, the London Palladium, with Josephine Baker, one of those nice cards. Thank you so much. Really, really lovely. Really lovely. And to everybody else, Paul.
4: Steve, a video <laughs> appearing to show two Italian Series A teams in a number of bizarre warm-up routines has gone viral on YouTube. Fans at a game between top size AC Milan and AS Barry were shocked to see their favourite players apparently doing the limbo, fencing and swimming. Other players have pl- played frisbee... Red newspapers and ballet danced while songs by Bon Jovi and Queen blasted out at the San Siro Stadium in Milan. Gennaro Gattuso could, sp- could be seen ballroom dancing with the referee while Clarence Seedorf seemed to be shadow boxing his way round the pitch. But the video has since been revealed to be a marketing stunt for Italian sports newspaper Gazette della Sport and the two squads were made up of footballer lookalikes. Your pronunciation was was tremendous on that. I was very impressed
0: by that. Mm. Wendy in Camberwell says, happy birthday, Steve. Morning, Paul. Good morning. She says, come on now, 40. I used to listen to you on LBC when I was 16 and I'm older than you. No. No, it's not possible. No, 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 we don't buy that one at all. Not buying that one at all. And I could find out what, um, what, what time I was born. But unfortunately, as, as nobody is alive to tell me, um... And you can't you can't Google anything like that. Thank you to uh, Caroline and Gordon in Betchworth, loves and hugs. I love the card. Never had so much flesh being so unnecessary. And it's <laughs> people. St- <laughs> it's a very rude. It's amazing how many rude cards there are about. I seem to end up with most of them, which yes, I quite indeed. like. Which I you know. But there's some very good cards actually. Some very good, ca- better selection than there was at Christmas. Uh, Chris Cooper. Thank you very much indeed, Chris. We've had some nice stuff from Chris recently. Not not in the best of health. But there again, who is nowadays? So I've, I've come to the conclusion. My f- I'm aching. My feet ache. I've got. I mean, I've, I've decided. I've got to stop complaining about it. I've become so British. Oh, incidentally, we have now agreed. Excuse me. It's in the papers today. Midsummer Murders is racist. They've what? only ever killed white people. It's outrageous. They've gone. Uh, they've gone with that one today. And um, and somebody sent me in the news. They'd made one of these cards up on. Is it Moonpig? Yeah. And it's got, Steve Allen today denied he was on the brink of a midlife crisis. I may have just turned 40, but I still feel 39 and a half, he told our reporter. This is a pivotal point in my life. I'm going to do things I've never done before, like try a different route to work, tell my boss where to go off, go to Ibiza with Club 1830. Reaching middle age is really liberating. When Patsy told Steve he was actually too old by ten years for such a holiday, he started to weep uncontrollably, and then made himself a cup of cocoa and had some sprouts to cheer himself up. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Patsy. She says, it's so strange that you remember the same things as me and you are only 40. Mm. Yeah, I've got a good memory. Okay. History. History Hist- lessons. History lessons. <laughs> and uh, Bryn and Annie I shall be seeing later up at Brinsworth, which I'm looking forward to, because we've got the Jack Seaton uh, lunch up there today. I think it's a buffet, so I'm looking forward to seeing uh, a number of people. And uh, he says, we, ha- we have a very odd bottle for you, which we hope will amuse. Oh, not that one again, is it? He says, we were going to send you a card, but we couldn't afford the stamp. So, given to Brinsworth. Not so. You know, can anybody? How much is the first class stamp? Paul, go on. Uh, Twenty
4: nine pence. Twenty eight. Twenty
0: nine pence. Was oh, that for? I thought it was class. more. I thought it was
4: thirty five or something. In class. Then. Yeah, it was c- certainly a lot, lot more than you thought. Yes.
0: Definitely. Ray says many happy returns and Happy Paddy's Day. That's five shillings. No, six shillings. Six shillings plus. Yes. no. Now, you should never, ever convert back. People always say, don't ever try and work out what it used to be, because you'll get depressed. Because I put 70 quid worth of petrol in the car the other day and nearly topped myself afterwards. I've never spent so Only much money. Only 70? Yeah, but that... was 87 the other it day. Was that I filling it up, though? It. <gasps> yes. Oh, right. Yeah, mine, mine just filled a quarter of a tank. Anyway, we'll take a short break. And Ray says, now that you qualify for a bus pass. Yeah, right. Introducing all new improved... <laughs> Morning, London. He says, <laughs> desperately struggling in the distance. God, if we'd opened the vodka, life could have been a bit different this morning. But uh, thankfully, we are not. But it is—it's uh, lovely to have your company. Welcome to St. Patrick's Day. Welcome to LBC ninety-seven point three. It's the one day in the year everybody's entitled to do it, where you just sort of—you just sort of push things to one side and you just—you celebrate your birthday. And uh, when you get to my age, you're just grateful to be breathing, I suppose. <laughs> so, but thank you for the cards and the lovely message from Dave Berry. Still trying to work out, you know, he says, I swear your producer Amanda's getting sexier every day. Tell her I say hi, she'll know what it means. What the dickens does that mean? I'm now going to have to go and check out exactly what's going on here. We do like Dave a lot, actually. We like him a lot. Uh, Steve, um... Ernie says, happy 56th birthday. It's getting worse, isn't it? (laughs) It's absolutely getting worse. And, um... And, incidentally, uh, I got a lovely, lovely uh, toy. We didn't know what it was yesterday. I've opened it in advance, and it was from Corin and Tony, and it's a meerkat. And I thought, if you squeezed his paw... Yes. ..he he sort of said, you know, phrases to you. Mm -hmm. So we squeezed his paw, and and he didn't say anything, and I'm going, well, perhaps it's broken, perhaps it's not working. The meerkat then repeats, perhaps it's broken, perhaps it's not working. (laughs) It's only a blasted <laughs> recording device, isn't
2: it? Fantastic. I don't know where
0: they find these things from. So thank you very much indeed for that. I've got a very nice uh, M&S voucher. I've got enough vodka to sink the Titanic. Oh, no, wait a minute. We have sunk the Titanic, haven't we? And, uh, and Paul's here as well. And we'll have a chat to Roger Foss at quarter past because he's been to see this show over here at the Garrick. Oh, the, the Burlesque show. The Burlesque show. I'm not sure whether we should allow him out to go and see these kind of things. Yeah. And uh, thank you very much indeed to, I think it's Suzette in Roehampton, for the credit card magnite, so I can actually... Because I can't, I can't see anything. I'm going as blunt as a bat, I'm afraid. But thank you very much indeed for that. People send very useful presents in, like wind Wincarnis and Phyllisand and stuff like that. Do you know what it's like? Bus pass holder. <laughs> Bus pass holder. And uh, Paul in Lois Sunbury, he says, and the jelly bait. Yes, thank you very much. Well, that's guaranteed to just make my afternoon go very well. And the, the socks. Very naughty, Paul. Very naughty. You don't need to do things like that, but uh, the waistcoat sadly does fit OK as well. What? Oh, all right. Oh, dear, three pages now. Three pages. I think, actually, we we, we could possibly go down on record as getting the most texts and emails today.
4: Do you want to do a quickie
0: for us, Paul, for a plough on with these?
4: Yeah, doctors in China are battling to save a baby born with his heart growing on the outside of his body. Two-month-old Zing Zing has only a thin membrane covering his heart, which can be seen clearly beating outside his stomach. His parents brought him to hospital in Chongqing, and surgeons are now working out how to best treat him. Oh. A doctor um, at the hospital's paediatric department said it's a very rare case. His heart is so exposed that the slightest knock or contact could be fatal. The little boy's parents are migrant workers who rushed back home to seek medical help after their baby was born. We didn't believe it when doctors told us the black patch on our son's belly was his heart until we saw it beating, said the father. Surgeons have come up with a number of different ideas for how to best treat Zing Zing, but, has been, but each has been discarded over fears he might not survive. They now plan to wait until he's three months old when most of his organs will have developed more and he should be strong enough for surgery. Oh, Poor little lad. bless.
0: We had a lovely story the other day, which touched everybody's heart, about uh, uh, a boy of 11. Yes. Who had terminal cancer, and he wanted to drive in a very expensive uh, car, and so Peter Jones from Dragon's Den contacted Simon Cowell, who had one of these cars, but it was over in America. Right. So then they had to contact Tom Hartley, who used to be... You might remember him, because you're uh, that vintage. He was... <laughs> No, Thank you. No, no, I, I mean it nicely. He was <laughs> the 14-year-old boy who was a businessman working selling cars. And he appeared on loads of telly oh, programmes. Yes. And he was quite well-spoken. And now he's sort of grown up and mm. he's got his own business. But he had his own business at 14. Right. Selling luxury cars, even though he couldn't drive. And so they arranged for this this lad to have a drive in a car with someone so they drove him very fast. But he's 11 and they've given him about four, 12 to 14 weeks to live because okay, he's got yeah. terminal cancer. Cl- and you read it and you think, do you know, if he'd asked to be flown to the moon, you'd fly him to the moon. Of course you would. You wouldn't. know, there's nothing that you cannot do for somebody in that situation. And it doesn't just apply. I know it, it's more applicable to young people because you, you some, that's when you start questioning whether or not there is anybody above the clouds up there. And, um, and, and you think to yourself, you know, he's, he's not even going to have a chance to grow up, poor little soul, to actually see anything. Mm. And so that's very sad. Uh, Anne Antonian Hackney... A birthday to you, a birthday to you. Uh, David on the M25 says, A calendar repeats every 14 years. So you can work out the day that you were born. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not too sure about that one. Uh, in Kent says, uh, You spoke about working in the 70s, so you must be in your late 50s. No. <laughs> Just got a good memory. Uh, Denise in Streatham, hope you have a good day. Uh, Steve from Chelsea... said, I wanted to wish you the happiest of birthdays thus far. So I'm not usually awake at this hour, but I always podcast the show. That's nice. Listen, I like people podcasting the show. Thank you very much indeed. Tracy the Cake Queen says, many happy returns. I do make exceedingly good cakes and would have made you one, but like my other half, he's diabetic, so he'll be getting a sugar-free jelly for his birthday. Let me know if you want one and I'll wobble one up for you. (laughs) Sugar-free cake. Um, uh, Malcolm says, beware of putting coins in your washing machine. Indeed. Could be accused of money laundering. Thank you. I know, you didn't see that one coming, did you? No, I didn't. Uh, And somebody here who says, don't worry about being 40, you're still eight years younger than me. Uh, Another one says, uh, this is from uh, Dot in Kidderminster, says, I was born the same year. Does that make me 40 in June? Make sure whatever you want to be, I think. Uh, Wilma, I was born on a Sunday on the 17th of March. How special am I? And thank you for bringing the sun every day. Um, I was born the night the king died in 52. That's, uh, Maria. Uh, Sue says, has the telegram arrived from the queen? Very better. Uh, life begins at 40. Did you bring some cake into the office to celebrate? We've got a birthday cake here as well. And Linda says, I was in hospital over the Christmas period, and you and Christo really helped and cheered me up. And, uh, from Gemma in Lingfield, she says, people are suggesting on Wikipedia you were born in 1954. How rude is very rude. I mean, the 50s. Do I sound like a 50s person? <laughs> Blanche says, you deserve it for keeping us going, having a birthday. Bridget in Chingford, thank you. Tony at Westgate on Sea says, my mum is 101 tomorrow. And 16 of us are your birth signs, so happy birthday to you. Uh, Serena Graham is 14. Uh, a first-class stamp, wait for this one, says Lloyd, is 41p. Yes, i just were seen way that out. On the screen
4: as well. Yeah, there must be a second-class stamp, I was thinking of. Yeah. Yes, it's a, a lot, lot, it seems it? to be a big difference. I thought it was 28.29 pence. <laughs> when the
0: last time you said, Don't you have a
4: franking machine? Well, the, the thing is now, the stamps have first and second on, they don't have the price. No, they don't on have them. the price. And I buy them in a sheet.
0: Yes, I do. Oh, right. So, yes.
4: I've, I've no idea really. I get them from Mr.
0: Modi and he says, What do you
4: want, six stamps or twelve? And I go, Twelve. And he just, I couldn't even tell you how much they cost. Well, this is the problem. It's another way of hoodwinking us into paying more without realising it. I don't mind being hoodwinked
0: occasionally. Uh, Maureen in Renfrew says, In Scotland, uh, birth certificates have always included the time of birth. So now you know. Quarter past six. <laughs> News headlines with Sam Pittis.
2: As Japanese military helicopter
0: This morning from seven. Morning, everybody. Julie Peasgood says, Happy birthday, Steve and Johnny. Well done, Julie Peasgood. And, um... And, and lovely Hugh, morning Hugh, looking forward to coming down very shortly. Uh, and Rob, who says, uh, it must be great to be 39 again. There's a lot of bitterness out there today, I've decided. <laughs> and, uh, and this one who says, uh, uh, happy birthday. Oh, it's from my driver, Mohammed who says, happy birthday, Steve. Hope we have a good day and many more birthdays for the next 50 years. Listen, Mohammed, if, if I thought there was any chance of living for another 50 years, <laughs> I'd have signed a bigger contract. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's it's not very likely. I must say thank you to my history guides, the girls from Hampton Court Palace who work for the, uh, for the Historic Royal Palaces. That's Siobhan, Jackie, Linda and Vanda. Thank you very much indeed. They said, um, would you like a complimentary tour? Lots of people offer me complimentary <laughs> things and, uh, and I, I try and take up things, but at the moment, I don't have enough time at the moment. Oh, we have to talk to Roger. Look at me, honestly, forgetting Roger Foss everything. Now it's started on <laughs> my side. Sorry, Roger. Morning.
3: <laughs> well, these things happen, don't they, as the years oh. pass by. The memory, the short-term memory goes. <laughs> it,
0: well, I'm, everything is going at the moment. I mean, you know, Stuart and Rob say fabulous at 40, and uh, thank you, Stuart and Rob, and over the road from here, there are ladies taking their clothes off. It's burlesque and it's... Um, it's a
2: Hurley-Burley is, show
0: at the is, Garrick Theatre. Is it actually, Roger, the sort of show... I mean, is is there a story, or is it just people taking their clothes off?
3: Uh, well, basically, it's... Uh, well, it's actually a combination of both, I suppose. And you should nip over there. So, on, on your birthday, slip mm. into your birthday so and pop in and see the Hurley-Burley show. No, it's... <laughs> they call it an all-singing, all-dancing, burlesque-inspired review with a contemporary twist. But it's right. really... It's really an excuse for lots of bump and grind and tattle twirling and all these sort of racy song and dance numbers. And right. uh, and actually, I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I mean, it's got a bit of a shaky start in the first act when there's an American singer called Spencer Day who rather bores everyone to bits. But its star, <laughs> the star of the show, is Miss Polly Ray. Miss Polly Ray and her troop of saucy, hurly-burly girls, they they really pull it off I mean literally pull yeah, it off I they reveal all really
0: talk on the program thank you
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh no especially on your birthday <laughs> I know <laughs> but look I, what amazes me is um, I, I mean as the star of the show Miss Polly Ray uh, she's quite well known on this sort of uh, burlesque cabaret circuit but she's in the west end for the first time I suppose but she spends ages getting dressed up in a succession of glamorous outfits she does a kind of Marie Antoinette scene, then she does a, a Gypsy Rose Lee fan dance, then she does a mm. kind of sketch thing, which is like a, an encounter with a window cleaner who does wonders for her double glazing. <laughs> and, but she puts all these frocks on, only to end up having to take them all off. <laughs> and stripping down. <laughs>
2: Just Obviously what, amused what, what, you, what?
3: Roger. Well, it did, really. I thought, <laughs> I've never seen so many stocking suspenders, and, and thongs. In, on in eye, in a, a Friday night. <laughs> Well, exactly. We just wardrobe for you. <laughs> well, I thought, what with her taking everything off and the hurly-burly girl shimmying and shaking all over the place, there are so many songs, so many songs on view. I thought, well, this show is unique. It's the first musical review in the West End where you go out humming the songs. It's like it's it's unbelievable. It's like the Moulin Rouge sort of thing and the windmill. Uh, Cross a bit with the follies berger so it's all naughty and saucy and cheeky.
0: They don't actually show anything, do they?
3: Well, they, they show more or less everything. <laughs> There's oh. lots, of, lots of ooh-la-la there, you know. Um, so much I'm ooh-la-la. Sure, la, I don't think it's suitable wee-wee. for us,
4: Paul. Not this time
3: uh, yes, of the morning. Not you know. this time of the
0: morning, it's not good for <laughs> us. It's made him quite ill. No,
3: you have to go and you have a <laughs> <and> lie
0: down. <laughs> so you well, have, they expect- do actually take everything off?
3: Well, more or less everything off. As I hmm. say, you get the uh, you get the songs left, and uh, one or two things. For example, there's an in, you get these individual acts as well in between the the kind of big numbers. There's a, there's a, a lady calls herself Kitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Kitty.
0: <laughs> Bang. <laughs> oh Bang. Oh Kitty, love Kitty, it. pretty Kitty <laughs> Bang Bang, Kitty Kitty <laughs> Bang
3: Bang. We love oh, you. Uh, <laughs> but That's listen, funny. it gets better. She turns up on stage in a wheelie bin. She comes out of a wheelie <laughs> bin. I uh, thought <That's> <laughs> you said it
4: gets she, better.
3: It gets better. She combines her striptease with fire eating.
2: Oh, my <laughs> God.
3: And the big finish to her act is, um, is... It's not exactly burning her bra, but setting light to her twiddly bits. I mean, honestly, oh my I've my never Lord seen that. anything quite this like... This over it the
1: road where...
0: here. Oh, it's not a plastic wheelie bin. It's <laughs> just
3: literally yards from where you are. It yeah.
0: is, yeah. Well, literally Feet. If we put a slide in, she could be on stage next door in a matter of seconds.
3: Exactly. I mean, there's another wonderful woman who comes on covered in balloons. They're all balloons all over all over her. Right. But then they kind of burst one by one. <laughs> and, of course, they it's, <laughs> it's, it leaves the rest to your imagination.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I it's should like, never go in a party shop ever again.
3: No, quite. <laughs> But, I mean, it's, it's very popular at the moment, burlesque. It's, uh, yes. it's Well, it has been, really, growing over the last ten years or so. There's lots of uh, uh, burlesque clubs all over the country, lots in London. And, of course, we had the film, didn't we, with uh, Christine uh, mm. Aguilera and Cher, and, um, which apparently sent all the lingerie sales soaring. And you even now, apparently, I've not seen it, but you even get Boylesque, which is blokes doing it. So um, Blokes so doing it. it? How does that work? Well, I don't know. We'll have to try and find out. It sounds to me like the full Monty.
0: Oh Lord! <laughs> Dear me, honestly.
3: But I've got to say, it's not quite. It's not really like you imagine. For example, burlesque on Broadway. Um, you know, you do you remember that film? The night they raided Minsky's, for example. Yes, yes. All that kind of burlesque. People like Mae West and um, and W. C. Fields. You know, that that was real kind of uh, honest vulgarity. Well, the comedy in this is. It's not quite so strong. It's a bit like, um, I suppose, watching pole dancing without the pole. But um, you've got to <laughs> hand it to them. You've got to hand it to Miss Polly Ray. I mean, it's... it's. I thought, oh, three cheers for Miss Polly Ray. Strip, strip, hooray for Miss Polly strip,
0: Ray. And strip, early girl. hooray. <laughs> oh, dear, honestly. How many old lines can you come up with? OK, so that's our, that's our recommendation, because- is it?
3: It is, because they're, they're, it's like those shows that used to go around in variety theatres uh, after the war period, I mean, you know, way before you were born, of course, <laughs> where they did all these... When variety theatres were on the turn, as it were, and, uh, and crumbling in face of television at home, there were lots of new shows that went around with titles like Strip, Strip, Hooray. Um, and uh, apparently they packed variety theatres for a while. So mm. um, I, th- I think this is unique. <laughs> The Garrick.
0: (laughs) Sounds very unique. (laughs) Sounds very, very unique. (laughs) Well, there you go. And and
3: what a contrast this week. I mean, from all those uh, pin-ups to the amazing... uh, Well, I mean, it's pin-drop acting in Flare Path, this wartime play by Terence Rattigan at the Haymarket Theatre Royal, with uh, Sienna Miller, James Purefoy and Sheridan Smith in it. I mean, this is uh, fantastic, absolutely brilliant production of this play. It's set in a hotel on the edge of the, it's it's an RAF Bomber Command Airfield in Lincolnshire, it's the Second World War, and it's a love triangle between this young bomber pilot, his wife, played by Sienna Miller, and this famous film star, and it it was first done in the West End in 1942, at the height of the Blitz, and Terence Rattigan, who you think as a kind of playboy character, he actually flew in these um, Bomber Command aircraft, so he knew what it was like, he was a tail gunner himself, and he knew what it was like, how scary it could be, actually, mm-hmm. on these missions to go over and, um, um, and bomb the life out of German cities in, in, in the forties. And uh, he turned this play into a film called The Way to the Stars. It's oh, like I've so got it!
0: Yes, yes, I've got yeah. it. I have it.
3: Yeah. So it's a, it's a it's. It's where The Way to the Stars came from, originally, Mm. as a play. Uh, Everybody saw it in the 40s. Of course, you know, people were living through it at that time. Yes, yes, yes. And even Winston Churchill, he went to see it in the West End. He called it a masterpiece of understatement. It still is. Good, it's production. Roger,
0: I've got to leave it. I've got to go. I've got to go. All right, then. I'm glad you told me what that is, because I literally was looking at the film the other day. I've got a big pile of them next to me, of things to go through, and that that was at the top of the
3: list. Well, watch the film, but more uh, important see the play. Uh, it's so movie. It's a weepy. Take a hanky. No stip upper, upper lip. It's sound. all very weepy.
0: Alright, kid. We'll talk to you next week.
3: Bye. Bye. Roger
0: Foss, our man in the front row.
1: Are you looking forward to the longer Easter break? <laughs>
0: 27 minutes to 7 is the time. It's Steve Allen's early breakfast. It's LBC. Reports say we're more concerned about the rising cost of fuel than any other transport issue. And with the price of a first class stamp now at 41p, what other price hikes have affected your life? I, th- I thought when, when the chips went up in price and never came down again, that quite a- quite affected me, I'm afraid. <laughs> went up from threepence to fourpence, and I wasn't happy. No. I wasn't happy. So, 8 right. for 850. LBC 973. So we're more concerned with the rising cost of fuel than any other transport issue. And uh, a first-class time is now 41p, which we worked out is about eight shillings, isn't it? That's right. It's disgusting. What other price hikes have affected your life? LBC 973 is my tweet, or 84850.
4: Paul. Steve, (laughs) uh, you'd be pleased to know that a huge snake, which bit a model's surgically enhanced breast, later died from silicone poisoning. Yes, Israeli model Orit Fox was posing with the snake at a photoshoot near Tel Aviv when it suddenly turned on her. She was holding the boa constrictor and went to lick its head when it suddenly tired of the attention and latched onto her left breast. Why
0: would you want to lick its head? I don't know. How disgusting.
4: As the snake bit Fox, a man rushed over to help her and removed the snake from her breast. Yes. The model was taken to hospital in Hadera, northwest of Jerusalem, but later released after a tetanus shot and a few hours <sighs> of observation. But the snake didn't fare so well. Days later, a local TV reported that the creature had died from silicone poisoning. Fox is regarded as Israel's version of Katie Price (laughs) and has undergone several operations to enlarge her breasts. (laughs) There was another picture in the paper a short while ago, a couple of years back, of a woman who also
0: played with a snake and she had it in front of her and she stuck her tongue out and the snake dug its fangs through and it was stuck there. They couldn't get it back. So you've got the two eyes looking at you. (laughs) It was just the funniest thing ever. Oh, Funny. Well, I thought it was quite funny, because it wasn't happening to me. Um, <laughs> I thought it was very funny. I
4: hate snakes.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm the same. Neil the Courier keeps, um, he keeps these corn snakes, which are very pretty, but I couldn't touch them. We used to watch this, who, Steve Ir- Irvin, and yeah. he would say, oh, come on, little fella, you're all right. And I'm thinking, this thing doesn't even understand what you're saying. It's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just the funniest thing ever. Viv, thank you. Maxine in Elstree, Christine in Bristol, Wendy in Farnborough. A second-class stamp is 32. Pence, oh, they're going close. up again next month. She says, cheapskate me always buys the second class. <laughs> See, I, d- I tell you what I do, because I can't weigh things now, so I end up putting um, two first classes on it. On a- if, if I've got no idea, I don't know how much they but cost. You're wasting your money. Yeah, but I don't want it to get the other end. And they go, there is not enough money, you've got to pay the thing. Like, she had a Valentine's card. We had to pay here to receive it. I mean, I was all for sending it back to them. And she went, no, no, it's a Valentine's card. It's the only one she'd had. And so... So, we, so we, we had to pay, because otherwise we'd have had the biggest meltdown in the office you've ever seen since news came in that Glenn Miller's luggage had gone missing. Um, another one here that says, Happy birthday, like a fine wine, you get better with age. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jackie and Claire and... Um, do you know they've brought out a new washing machine? It's coming out, which they reckon can do the full wash cycle in 12 minutes. Fantastic. That's including spinning but not drying. I've never understood why it takes so long anyway. I, d- I don't understand either. I seem to be forever washing things. Me too. I don't know why, not socks. Uh, Adrian in the Morden says 1954 uh, birth year has you up for retirement in a few years. You can't do that. Well, I d- I've just signed another contract, so I think it's unlikely. I think as long as you sound complacentous, and we think this, that's my stomach going along there, isn't Thought it? it, it was. And uh, Ruin Ealing says my friend Rianne is listening for the first time in Cardiff. Oh, it's lovely. lovely up there, isn't it's it? Beautiful. I it. love that. And uh, one here. I lost my job in stationery yesterday. It wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> Love the Neil Tennant interview. Barbara in Perivale, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Doug in Loughton, uh, Dominic and Deb in Chepstow, and Thomas says, "Why is it so many texters get your age wrong?" No idea. Don't know at all. Mm. No idea. Um, another one here. D says, uh, "Have a wonderful day." A lottery win. Would you actually leave, or would you still be there? No, I'd still be here, actually, even with a lottery win. <laughs> I'd better share it with everybody. And uh, and Robin says, am I deluded? Because I'm knocking on the door of 40, but I'm convinced I still look like I'm in my 20s. No, you are deluded. <laughs> you, you don't, listen, you might think you do, but we never do. It's only when you get to a certain age. Uh, Lorraine in Peckham. Say happy birthday to my daughter, Serena. So happy birthday. And uh, Steve and Paul... Wish you a happy birthday, Steve, and happy St. Patrick's Day, too. Stephen Croydon says happy birthday. Steve, vodka, lime, soda, and diet lemonade. Hmm, sounds nice. That sounds quite nice. Mm. Not at this time of the morning, though. Oh, I don't know. Oh, right. Alan in Tooting says hope you have a fab birthday. I mentioned lovely Elaine. I saw Brenda the other day. Used to work in the chemist. And uh, and then when she left, I, I couldn't go back to the chemist again, I'm afraid. And she's going through more chemo at the moment. I think she's got some more therapy coming in next week for three weeks, but she looks really good. Really, really good. And, uh, and Elaine who I bump into every so often, used to arrange all my ironing at King's. And, uh, and I miss her desperately. Desperately being there. I hate change. I don't like change at all. You know, except when she takes a day off. You know, and that's quite nice. I quite like that idea, you know. Because <laughs> then I get coffee without the froth floating around at the top, and she's got no idea where it comes from either. Uh, and David and Carol say happy birthday, Steve. Thank you very much indeed. Lots of jackie lawson cards thank you very much indeed and uh, and i've opened up a, a load of those but a load more have actually come in um it's uh a six shooter tell roger foss it's a six sh- i don't know what that means no me neither and ray says correct me if i'm wrong he said but did you say because of your advanced years you're about to become a resident of brinsworth no i'm going to cheeky devil, honestly. <laughs> Ray and Balham. I'm going to look for a room, actually, just to see whether or not you know, I'm going uh-huh. to fit in with everybody up there, which I suspect I probably would. Jason and John and Robert and Glennie and Ross and Naomi and Jeremy and Teresa and Tina and Paul and uh, Rob and Debbie. God, everybody. Thank you very much indeed. It's all very, very nice indeed. I've got so many of these, but the, the one I'm treasuring at the moment is from Dave Berry. As I say, keeping it just in case of a court case. Uh, Paul Brennan, my friend, is over in Miami at the moment on holiday.
4: Very nice. I've too. never been to Miami. Miami's okay. I prefer Fort Lauderdale. Oh, really? A little way up the coast It's a little right. bit more uh, more genteel, I feel. Okay. Noreen says that teenager program really touched you. It
0: absolutely did. Did you see it? No. They they took some ordinary teenagers and and made them mix with elderly people in a home. Yeah. And they started off and. Some of the kids were really good with the elderly people. Some of the elderly people didn't take to the kids at all. Give it to me now, one of them was saying. It was really, it sounded familiar. And uh, and it was awful. And then, in the end, it turned itself around. And they all got on really well. And then, you know, we had mm. tears. It was just fantastic. So, uh, absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Wish Gary and Claire a safe journey home, please. They're apparently in a hot place. In your neck of the woods, Thailand. My neck of the woods. It is your neck of the woods. You like Thailand. I do. I do love it. Claire and Lordair says, "Has Amanda baked you a special cake?" Listen, unless I got a health certificate from the local council, I wouldn't accept anything she'd baked in her kitchen. <laughs> I really wouldn't. You know, it's a bit funny like that. Catherine in Boar, Wood, Boar and Boreham Wood, thank you. Duncan is a long-time listener. Came to the last show. Corin and Tony. Yes, as I said earlier on, I have I have opened the present already. I don't know where they keep finding these things from. The talking meerkat. I've got meerkats in the garden, a talking meerkat and a dog that laughs. (laughs) And Linda says, I hope you have a day filled with sprouts. It's nice, isn't it? It's good. And uh, Patsy kneeling, yes, we've got all the cards and everything. Thank you very much indeed. And thank you for all the the little gifts. It's all very sweet, actually. Us Pisceans, says Anne Palmer, have to stick together. And she says, I'm Elaine's friend, ex-King's dry cleaners. I know. And I've got a lovely one, actually. Anne in Bromley. Says I did send you a Jackie Lawson card, but you didn't pick it up. I'm generally quite good at picking up. Sometimes you get. I mean, today Paul will bear witness to the fact we've just been swamped.
4: Yeah, I've I've actually got your email screen on my screen, Oh, so I can see he's reading same time as me. Rita and
0: Mike in Wimbledon. Now I'm going to pronounce this wrongly, aren't I? (laughs) Bretha Shona Jewett.
4: Probably just insulted
0: just about everybody, I should imagine. Just about everybody. Uh, Yvonne, I listened to you the other day when you did the story about the cat and the pill, which is very funny, and, uh, lovely Christine, Di is my mate too at Cross Deep Surgery, because Di's just had her, an operation, and, uh, she's doing very well, very well, she says, I'd like to see you doing the lights in Twickenham again, keep healthy, if only, Christine,
4: if only, Paul... Steve, there's uh, a bit by Carol Midgley in The Times today where an education expert has warned that po- politically correct parents who shun fairy tales are missing the chance to teach their children right from wrong. Apparently Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs celebrates diversity, Cinderella, humility, sleeping beauty, love and bravery. Oh. She says, fair enough, but surely the Disney version suggests something else too, that any woman over 40 is a monstrous, ugly, dried-up old hag... <laughs> Are you listening, Helena? <laughs> <laughs> I can only say that because she's listening in bed Ill, Ill at the
0: moment. She was very sick the other day. And when she gets sick, she gets sick. And you pick up the phone, you call her and she goes, yes? She gets a little girl's voice on. Oh, dear. And so I, Just in case right? it's work. Just in case it's work. Yes. I used to have to do that. Somebody would phone up from work and go, you really ill? i go, yes. <laughs> Struggling <laughs> with it. Anyway, she, she's, she's a bit poorly today in bed. So, uh, anybody else not feeling too good today? Wish you the best. Wish you the very best. Uh, on the subject of stamps, uh, Juliet says, um, in the old days they put the price on and you had to buy smaller stamps to make up the difference. Now, you know, you can't do that because you don't know what they're worth. And because it's done on weight. So when I was, I sent out some really lovely Christmas cards this year, which were musical Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. And, and because they weighed a bit, I thought, if I only put a first class stamp on and it gets there and I've got to pay money. I was sending four to one mm. household. And I thought, I don't want them to have to cough up five quid. So I put two first-class on. Yeah. And I, I thought that, that kind of covered it. So you have so much money, anyway. Oh, taking it home in a wheelbarrow. Thank you, Julian South Ryslip. Uh Another one here. And um, this says, uh, Why is it when petrol costs 98 pence we block the roads? Now it's 140, we do nothing, says Sean. My friend Michael said to me the other day, he said there's an internet campaign next week for everybody not to buy petrol. So I said to him, well, what does that serve? He said, well, it'll hit the petrol companies. I said, listen, it's the government we're putting the tax on. Just not buying petrol is not going to solve anything at all, because we'll all have to buy it the next day. Yes. Exactly. You can't not
4: buy it. not going to make any difference to the petrol company. couldn't care less. Well, unless, uh, unless everybody targets one uh, petrol provider for a long time, then it'll hurt them.
2: Yeah, but... But
4: it won't make any difference. they don't have, they have any control. Right say. Most of it is tax.
0: It's tax, mainly. And it's the government who are raking it in, saying they've had so many cock-ups. Christine and Cynthia in Old Isleworth says, after several years of being 39, you've now hit the big four zero. <laughs> <laughs> Paula, good morning. Sue in Romford, she has 5% off stamps at Superdrug at the moment. Really? You can buy them discounted. So there you go. And uh, happy birthday from loyal listeners Marilyn and Lindsay. Dog walkers are barnet. Phoebe and Daisy send you
1: a lick as well.
0: Nice. Thank you. <laughs> With a news headline, Sam Pittis.
1: The government is to charge Sorry. this morning from seven.
0: Somebody says it's amazing you haven't mentioned Katie Price yet on the programme. Who? Exactly. Haven't had enough time, I'm afraid. Uh, Alan, my driver, which is my other driver from a long time ago, said happy birthday. And Helena, well, I can't repeat what she said, but she's obviously getting better, which is good news in her bed down there. <laughs> I'll get such a rocket later on, I think. And then from... Uh, Belmont Bakery, Steve there says, pop in the shop later, I've got a cake for you to take to work tomorrow. <gasps> Whoopee! Oh goodness. We're all up for the cake, to tomorrow. Definitely. And um, uh, another one from Julietta. Dan says, hope you get lots of fish fingers. Um, Happy Valentine's, Amanda, says Phil. All oh, right, okay. And um, Neil the courier says, your presence on the way. It's a 12-foot snake. <gasps> this is after I mentioned these, these snakes. Terrifying me. Uh, Michael, Dennis, the black cab poet. I haven't had a chance, Mike, to do it today. I'll have to get around to doing it tomorrow. Fran in, uh Is it Mertham? Mersham, Mertham? I can't remember how you pronounce it. Says, you get better with age. That's good news, isn't it? Sheila's in Hemel. Brian, Paul, the bus driver, says, I didn't know 40. You were that old. And Dennis says, happy birthday. See, I'm 54 today. Gray 54. How old? Um, <laughs> so, uh, another one here says, blow out the candles before global warming hits Abergavenny. Thank you, John. Um, and Rob says, if you want us to believe you're 40, take the pictures of your father off the LBC website. Oh. That's very cruel, you know. Very cruel. Fancy dress, it was. <laughs> exactly. I am on the LBC website. Uh, what theatre is Tracy Bennett playing at? It's the one just off Trafalgar Square. The, um... Fargo Studios. The, th- the studios. I think she's playing uh, Judy Garland. So, happy some Pats to you and to Paul. Thank you. There you go. Paul's very happy. And, uh, Andrew in and Harrow. Stamps go up next month, too. Uh, Maria from Mile End says you're not over the hill. Yet. John in Greenford says have a nice birthday. And much love from Lynn in the kiosk in Clacton. And says wish Joy and Ken happy house hunting. So that's good news. And Sue is in West Molsey. He says, saw your show on the 4th of December and it was lovely to see you in the flesh. I was waiting for the end line being, and there was quite a bit of it. I thought I looked thinner on the last show, but not
4: much. Well, I thought the, uh, <laughs> Some of the outfits were very slimming. Yeah. <laughs> you fibber. <laughs> are a no, dreadful I do. fibber. <laughs>
0: I do love that blue jacket. Yeah, I like the blue one, actually. The blue's my favourite colour mm. out of all of them. Robbie's in Horseshoe says, you always put a smile on my face. It wasn't me, I promise. I'm uh, denying that immediately. Uh, Elliot, uh, still stuck in Japan. He's not coming home. They're, they've got a St Patrick's Day thing. And thank you for that. Uh, Jean says, happy 70th birthday. After at least 33 years in broadcasting and all your previous jobs, you must be feeling the strain. 34 years in broadcasting. I started very young. Very, very young indeed. Couldn't actually tell you. And, um Tina says, happy birthday. Can't believe you share the same birthday as our daughter, Celine. Both 21 today. Congratulations from Tina and Colin. 21. 21. How wonderful. Twenty-one. I didn't realise oh. anybody
4: was 21 anymore.
0: No, I don't... but it used to be the key of the door, wasn't it, 21? That's right. And then uh, it became 18 is the key of the door. Is it? I think so, yes, yes. You don't do 21s now, do you? I did 21 when I was 20... <laughs> well, anyway, suddenly... i get getting myself into trouble on this one. No, and, but now it's, it's 18... People do the the big, don't they? I don't know. There's there, there's a girl from from Cardiff. She's in the papers there. You'll love this story. It's a Welsh story, just for you. And uh, she she goes home, and uh, her mum says, "Where you been today, look see you?" And she says, uh, "I I've been out." Anyway, she then falls off a horse, uh-huh. and her mum notices on her back she's had tattooed one hundred percent Welsh meat. <laughs> Now, the difference is, this girl is 16. Mum has gone mental, because you're not supposed to have a tattoo. You're 18. You're 18. And so she contacted the police. The police go round to the tattoo man, and he says, well, she lied. She told me she was 18, and her friend produced a fake thing to say that she was 18. That's why I did it. The girl, who's now been caught out by mummy, because normally you don't see the tramp stamps until they go swimming. Uh, is saying, you know, I'd, it was just a bet and a dare and I'd, I wish I'd never had it done. Well, your problem then, isn't it? How stupid of you
4: yes, to go along to a
0: tattoo parlour and think as a bet you can have 100% Welsh meat tattooed on your bum. Stupid girl. Stupid girl. Stupid. Mind you, I couldn't tell a 16-year-old from an 18-year-old.
4: No, really no, they, they seem to be looking older. Much days. older. And you, us older people look are looking younger. Mm. It's the hormones in the, in the meat, you know. It is, isn't it? I think so. I think they actually I, inject in. <laughs> I think that's why people are getting taller as well. It's oh, growth hormones growth. In, growth. in the food we eat. Really? Yeah. You yes, think, think
0: so? so. Yes. Oh. Is it? Is it bad? Certain Somebody it. told me. You might know this. I'll I try. eat a lot of meat. Yes. I don't eat mu- much fish. Somebody said it's very bad to eat a lot of red meat.
4: Yes, it is. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's all right. Right. chicken and fish. Yeah. Chicken. Chicken and fish. Ah, chicken, yes. Yesterday, chicken
0: and asparagus. And sprouts? I didn't have sprouts you yesterday. You see, sprouts
4: are very good for you, but not when they'd be moiled for four hours. No. Because the um, all the nutrition goes out of them. Yeah. Mm.
0: I still like sprouts. I reckon if you leave the lid on, the, the goodness stays in there. I don't care
4: what anybody <laughs> says. <laughs> More if than you drink the... the water, perhaps. Oh, dear. Sprout water, you know, chill it. Bit of vodka? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, we know about (laughs) that. Uh,
0: Colin in uh, Brampton, Ontario, in Canada, says it's my father's 77th birthday on Friday, so happy birthday to him. To all the new people who've actually discovered LBC over the past uh, year, Uh, even Debbie says, bet you can't wait to get home to find your Freedom Pass on the doormat. Listen, Debbie and Raymond, if if the postman has delivered at this hour of the morning, we're doing better than I thought in Twickenham. They are good. They're not that good. No, actually, they are. They're fantastic. I love my, my postman. Somebody wrote on the side of his van. Really? Somebody graffitiised the side of the uh, the van. Happy Paddy's Day, says Tell. Thank you, that. Uh, he says, as the uh, bugle platoon of the 7th Battalion, the rifles say, made I chuckle. Made I chuckle. It's a very old expression, that. Just about it for the sport. We have to go. Yes. I have to go, because Nick Ferrari is uh, is uh, chomping at the bit, waiting to come into the studio, and we've got to eat the rest of the cake upstairs. Got to go to Belmont's and get another cake. Yeah. It'll be nice, won't it? It would. Quite looking forward to another cake, actually, today. It would. And uh, good to hear John as well. How are you both?
4: <laughs> it's Paul. Yes. It's Paul. John's not here.
0: Yeah, John's, John's just... He's off on holiday today. He's on a cruise. Is he? Yes. Good how Lord. lovely is that? Unbelievable. That'll be nice. He needs to get away for a rest. And I'm, I've got a week off on the 28th. Desperately, <laughs> Desperately yes. Desperately. In fact, we're all going to go and wave him off. Yeah, he's not actually on the cruise. He's in a small dinghy being towed <laughs> behind it. <laughs> little tent and everything else. Listen, thank you very much indeed for all the cards and uh, and the text. We've had a record day for texts and emails and everything else, so thank you very much indeed. Thank you to Paul Savory. You're welcome. As always, thank you to uh, Roger Foss and to just about squeezed in Nathan Morley as well. Uh, thank you to everybody. We're back again tomorrow morning. Don't forget to podcast the programme. Uh, if we didn't mention you this morning, I do apologise, but we just got a bit overwhelmed with everything. So it's upstairs. Crack it open, the vodka and a small coffee, I think. And uh, I'll see you all at Brinsworth a little bit later on today. No, I'm not booking a room. I'm just going up there for a memorial service. Nick and the team with you shortly. The business update with Sam Pittis.
2: Thank you, Steve. The FTSE will open after cl-